Hey guys, welcome back. I hope you're having not such a stressful week with all the work that has probably been thrown on you and everything. I just hope you're relaxed and cool and I can't wait for this upcoming episode. Hey guys, it's Amma Merkin here. How are you guys? How's your day been? Um, I wanted to tell you guys that I was listening to Normie's broadcast last week, which is so cool. I loved it. I was like laughing through the whole thing because like I related to all of them. Like they're so true, those teenage quotes. They're so, so true. So I wanted to tell you that I related to one of the quotes you said like really recently. And I was actually in Normie's broadcast about two weeks ago about um, Would You Rather, which was so much fun to do. And you guys should really ask Normie to come and join her in a broadcast. It's the best fun. And Normie is just so much fun to be with. So I was doing it. And then she posted it the next day. And I was listening to it. And I was just like cringing through the whole thing. I was like, this is not me. And I, I didn't say that. Like, that doesn't sound like me. I sound so croaky. I sound so squeaky. I was like, how like, how do people actually listen to me? This is how I sound. And I was actually laughing when you guys said that because I was just thinking about it in the other broadcasts. And I just wanted to share this with you guys. You guys must share your thoughts with Nomi. Like, it's the best fun. And I feel like it's so interactive with Nomi. And you guys just must add what you think. And just enjoy because it's really, really awesome. Hello everyone, it's Rachel Swartz speaking. Um, just to say I love this podcast and I listen to it every time it airs. And I just wanted to comment on the last one, that the one that I found, one of the team posts that I found like the most relatable was the one about the messy bun, that it takes hours and hours to get a nice messy bun on your head. That by the time you actually do a messy bun, you could have done a whole huge amazing elaborate thing but no you have to do the messy bun so that's what i think was like the most relatable and thank you so much normie for doing this and i'm excited to see the next one thanks bye hey guys welcome back we have such a cool episode we have story time with tally port Hey. Hey, Tali. How are you doing? Hey, good in you? Good. Um, um, so, should I tell a little bit about myself? Yeah. Okay, so uh, my name is Tali Port. I'm in 10th grade. I go to Base Yakov. Um, I'm going to be 16 in like a week. And um, I don't do um, Chol, I do Chol um, on an online school and I, ha- I have three siblings, two sisters and one brother. Okay. That's basically it. Okay. Okay. So my story happened um, about when I was about three and a half, maybe four. So basically at the time, I don't know if anyone knows me, but my mom is American. So she doesn't have permanent residency. So at the time, me and my sister, Rena, who was the only one born, 
um we um we didn't have a south african passport so we came back every time on visas and we were going to america for the summer like we used to do every year which is their summer fests july and june so winter vacation yeah and yeah. we overstayed my visa for about two days and we went to america then when you we were coming back to america my dad sorry i didn't say this before my dad didn't stay with us the whole time he usually comes back before us because of he has work and we stay longer so he came back about a week before us my mom flew back uh with me rena and herself and yeah. we arrive in the airport here and i don't know if anyone who isn't south african knows but going through passport control here when you're not south african is a very big stress yeah like the I second could. they hold you up Yeah, we also you, have it. It's going to end up costing you money if something's wrong. Yeah. So my mom was new here and didn't realize that the way the airport works is you get stopped, you pay money and you go. So the um, I think it was a man or a lady, um I think it was a man, yeah, told my mom um you your daughter overstayed her visa so she can't come back in. And my mom said, "What? No, we just got a new one. She's allowed in." So the guy said no she overstayed it that means she can't come back in. So I'm going you don't understand. We live here. We need to go my husband's waiting for us. So he goes, you know, and us restaurant opened up down there. If you're willing to buy me lunch, I'll let you go. My mom was like, "Excuse me, offering me a bribe? No way. You're going to let us go because we have legitimate papers and I'm sorry that your day was ruined." So the guy goes, "Okay, call when and I called someone else and they said, "Well, oh, it's for you to uh if it's like a room to check your papers so i'm goes what no we're going through now like hello my husband's waiting so the guy said talking back to me okay you're going to airport jail now airport jail is like it sounds scary but like it's not like it doesn't look like a real jail so basically we get escorted to airport jail and we go and um it's this metal room with one window that's blacked over like it's completely black the window and it has bars on it and they have metal bunk beds and Rena must have been two at the time something like that and so we still had like a nappy bag like a baby bag with all her stuff and anything like from the flat they told my mom no she could only take in a passport everything else is confiscated and it's waiting for us outside the room So there my mom is with a 4-year-old a 2-year-old exactly Oh my goodness this is crazy flat by herself she doesn't have a phone nothing only our passport So my mom is freaking out she goes no I'm going to call America you're holding me hostage she's like yelling at them they say okay you can call one person my mom calls my dad my dad's like where are you she goes uh we're in airport jail you need to come and take get us out So oh my dad my. goes okay I have supper for you let me drop it off so they finally allowed us to get supper so there we are eating it was macaroni and cheese there we are eating macaroni and cheese my dad found plastic forks to drop them off they said no you may break out with the plastic fork you can't have them so that only in South Africa would they tell you that a plastic fork you could break out of a cement yes, room but anyway totally. <laughs> yeah anyways we um got the mac and cheese and then we were tied so mom goes okay there's two bunk beds going on the bottom bunk as we're about to lay down this lady walks in and she goes to lay on one of the bunk beds and she goes don't sleep on those they have bed bags mom goes what how do you know she goes no one of the beds here is for the staff like in case you sleep longer like have longer shifts that bed has a bed bags we know so we ended up sleeping on the floor in America oh, was hot and we were coming back to winter here so we were wearing 
short sleeves and jerseys so we bundled up our jerseys like on the floor we slept I think the next morning my dad finally uh-huh. got us up because the guy told him no everyone's wow. going off for the night you can't get up <laughs> so basically if anyone asks did you spend the night in prison I can say yes it wasn't real prison but it was airport jail so yeah that's you have that's so that you could say that even yeah, though yeah I'm saying I don't know if anyone really, really understood but yeah but now we're american citizens and we have south african passports so it's good because now there's no issues when we come in or out that's good like we still have a crazy yeah. issue and stuff okay yeah. so basically the story uh, i d- i couldn't think of a story and then i actually asked my brother and he's got a million different stories that happened when I wasn't born in the family. I think when I came into the family things calmed down. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. I think everyone is like that. Yeah, they're like this such fun times when they were when they were younger, yeah. I mean. I just missed out on it. So this story, so what happened was is every Matzah Shabbos, this is my brother and when there was the four oldest in the family every month Shabbos they would go to ice skating in Northridge I, I feel like I've been there no like where in North- Northridge I think it's in yeah so they went ice skating in North- I don't know where Northridge is maybe I made that up no I didn't make that up there's definitely ice skating okay guys if you know there's ice skating in Northridge just tell me because I could be making it up okay no I'm not I don't know if it was Northridge or something else but in Northridge there was ice skating and Okay. My father at that time left um so Shlomi who's the oldest who was at the time I just asked him now was 12 um so the story happened to Shlomi he said I must give a shout out because it happened to him mm-hmm. Shlomi and um Khanatsaviandavid so the four of them were left alone in Northridge ice skating and my father like left and it must have been like before 10:30 when the ice skating closed and there was only 25 people left and they had like a dump phone like my father left them with a dump phone and then yeah. a 10-year-old boy comes up to my brother and says what's the time so yeah Shlomi showed on his phone he like pushed out his phone to show what the time was and the boy <laughs> grabs the phone and skates oh, off no. okay, and skates off onto the ice rink and starts like kicking around with the phone and like playing ice hockey like like asking for trouble oh my gosh yeah so yeah so then the boy and then my brother starts running like ice skating to try get his phone back but this boy was much like a better ice skater and was going way faster my my brother was unable to get the phone and then he gave that oh, link okay. the boy was around 10 years old and he gave the phone back and he gave the phone back and then Shlomi was so angry with the boy for stealing the phone and like running and making trouble that he yeah. he um he um punched him in the stomach okay no oh yeah, yeah, yeah. only yeah. boys would do that yeah i'm like this is like me i'd be like yeah cuz i'd be like what i'd be like yeah yeah what yeah i wouldn't really what happened i'd be like how did i get myself in this situation Yeah, I mean, girls like just don't punch people in the stomach, but he punched him in the stomach. Yeah. And little oh my did my brother know that the rest of the 25 people who were on the ice rink was like his cousins and family and like Oh no. Yeah. So they came 
So he, this little boy went and told off to his parents what Shlomi had done. And they came swearing at Shlomi and they were like, and they said to the 10 year old that you can go up to him and do whatever you want to him. And if he does anything back, like we'll deal with him. With him. Okay. So, oh no. so they saw like, it's like the whole like 25, like a huge family against like Shlomi and my three siblings. So Shlomi mm-hmm. took his phone at the time and he called my father to say like to call security to come. And then oh security had to escort, sorry, yeah, my whole fam- like my whole family out of the ice rink, okay, to the car. And the- this whole family was uh, was around us. Like, they were swearing and they were banging on the car and they were just oh, no. so upset. And like we drove we drove off. But that is basically the 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 scary um story of like a traumatic night and Shlomi says that Hana was left behind for like because of what was happening she wasn't left behind but she like wasn't in the car or something I don't know if that's true or what but um that was the oh crazy story yeah oh no oh my gosh I can just imagine being in that place and I'm like, freaking out yeah I mean like you're like so little yeah, yeah. um Okay, I'm just thinking if I have another story. Yeah. Um, do you have one more, I think? Yeah, I do have one. I do have a story um, that I was actually going to use. This happened to Sevilla. She, it's, it's not mm-hmm. like a crazy story, but it's so cool. She was yeah. in the, um, she was in Gateshead for Sam, right? And her and her friend, mm-hmm. um, Yudit, actually, um, she came to South Africa for her wedding. They were walking mm-hmm. and they went into town where all like the non-Jewish people live, like the, the Geordies. She said they're called Geordies. Yeah. They were in town and they see this concrete building and this huge sign saying X Factor auditions, whatever. So they so they see like the dates and uh-huh. they decide that they're going to practice a song and they're going to... Yeah, it's part of those like small where they put up those booths, I think, and people audition and then they send it, they distribute it to London and then they see if they want you kind of a thing. So they go back yeah. and then on the day, they it was a 15 minute walk there and back to town. So on the way there, they practiced a song and they arrive at the X Factor concrete building and they, mm-hmm. they, they like peep into the building and they see this woman setting up stuff and they realize they came like a day a day early so mm-hmm. they, they asked so they wanted like you know ask the woman like how it's gonna work how the auditions work and then they said like who will be listening will there be like a man listening and they said yeah, yeah. there will be a man listening and even if we gave you like women only to listen we're gonna have to it's gonna be recorded and I mean like and going to be sent to the board in London and they're going to see it and there's going to definitely be, be men who's going to be watching it so like obviously they didn't but mm-hmm. the whole but it's just so cool that like they nearly auditioned in the X Factor or like they were planning to oh my gosh a cool story I thought it was imagine cool. they like won the X Factor I mean you'd be that's like it's just a famous person yeah that's the issue because you can't sing in front of men so it, you can't really I know so like you have very limited chances 
Yeah, yeah, and you can't yeah. really ask them to be like, oh, can you just go out while I sing my audition, you know? Yeah, I guess. Okay, so my story, um, I'm actually thinking which one to do. Okay, so not so much as like a story per se, but it's like, okay, I'll just tell it to you anyways. So basically, it happened um, to Mo. Um, he was about four, so he's gonna be eight. No, he was like five or four. So that was about three, uh, like three or four years ago. And it was Simcha's Torah and um, Nomi, it actually happened to your cousin, Dov was going to read from the Torah and Mo was really upset because he wanted to. And Dov told him, no, I practiced, you didn't, so you can't read. So Mo was very upset and he came to my mom crying and my mom was like, Mo, get over it, you little, you can't read from the Torah. And he just ran off. So I was like, okay, he went to go read, uh, he went to go play with his friends. And it comes, um, after, uh, like, I think it's called, uh, no, I don't know. Yeah, called Nari, where everyone goes under the Tadis and says, Shma. And my mom's like, okay, Tadi, go find Mo. I start screaming, Mo, Mo, where are you? Anyone's been Paris Mash and you're there towards the end, you'll probably hear one of us calling even today when Shul goes back for my brother, because like, he just is never around when we need him. So, and we couldn't find him anywhere and I was like mommy I can't find more so she goes okay take Rina so we go we look again can't find him anywhere oh, it, um, then it was before um what's it called before uh, uh the the shul that was I forgot what that shul's called you know there's that shul that when you go through like the Marsons there's that shul right there like with all yeah. the young people that the shul okay actually I went blank of the name so that it was before like that shul was really there no, then it had to be longer than four years okay whatever and yeah. um so like you used to be able to go into the master's garden so my mom's like maybe Mo's in the master's garden he's not there we couldn't find him anywhere my mom is freaking out now so she goes we all come out of shore and she's freaking out she doesn't know what to do she goes to the cso guys and says okay have you seen a boy about this big like gives him what he was wearing they say oh Mo port no we haven't seen him leave Mom goes, oh my gosh, I don't know where he is. She starts freaking out. So my dad goes to your grandfather and says, Rabbi, I actually can't find no. So Rabbi, I stops the whole shul and says, everyone, we need help finding Mo for. The whole shul and Simchastara empties out, is walking up and down the street, screaming for Mo. No one can find him anywhere. Meantime, Daniela and her friend are playing in the grade north playground uh, of Shari Tara. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, let me go make sure I know where they are because we don't need another missing kid. So I go and I say, Dushki, that's what we call her. Have you seen Mo? She goes, what? Mo, I just saw him here like two minutes ago. So now I'm oh. screaming, Mo, Mo. Like I'm running up and down. Then I don't know if you remember, but when we were in grade north, do you remember the stairs? And then when they built like the sliding doors there's like a little like gap for someone to fit in yeah maybe i can't remember no. okay so like okay so there was a little gap then it's like for someone small and i was like i need to sit down my legs are so sore i need to think where mo could be i sit down and someone pulls my dress i jump up and i like who pulled my dress mo goes, 
Ali, I'm down here. I look, no, we spent like an hour looking. The whole show stopped for an hour to look. He was hiding in the playground. My mom was so embarrassed. We found that him is and my crazy. mom was like, no, where were you? He goes, I was so upset because I wanted to hold the toilet so I ran away. Mom, it was so embarrassing. But I just remember thinking like, I'm never going to have a brother again because like I thought Mo was kidnapped. Like we couldn't find him anyway. Like no matter how hard yes. you call like usually you got the answer. to look so, for him. What were you thinking? I know. And my dad was so embarrassed. Everyone was so embarrassed because the whole school stopped. Like since I started downloading to come How many years ago did you say this was? Uh, like he must have been like three or four. I don't know. Like so he was it was like five years ago, something like that. It was so embarrassing. Wow, okay. That's crazy. <laughs> oh my gosh. Till this day, Mo's like whenever like he's angry, Mom goes, You're not gonna run away, he goes, No, I'm just gonna go sit on the couch because I'm not gonna scare you again. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's like really scary if like people go running away and you don't know where and what. Um Yeah. Thank you so much for coming, Tali, and joining in. Thank you so much for having me, Nomi. It was amazing. And I just want to say I listen to all your podcasts and I Aww. love them. Aww. Well, you get yeah. to this one Big and supporter. hear your voice. <laughs> yes. Thanks. Get to hear what I sound like. Yeah, nobody really likes it. I, always, I get feedback from people and they're always like, my voice. That's the first thing they pick up. But for me, I'm just... I'm now yeah. just got so used to it because when I edited and everything, I just hear my voice and like the whole time because I'm the whole time like from the beginnings, I just hear my voice the whole time. And now oh it's just like I'm like okay, I sound normal. And I, okay, to everyone over here, if you listen to like your voice notes and your your voice a lot, it's gonna sound normal and not weird after a while. That's just yeah. Crazy. I'm saying I have a friend in America that like we literally just send voice notes the whole time because like we have so much to say and it's so hard to talk. That like at this point, like he's like at some stages when I re-listen to them, I think how weird I sound. But at the time when you listen to them, like you're so used to it at this point. Yeah, yeah. So I'm just used yeah. to it now. Um, thanks, Tali, and have a great week. And thanks, Tali. You too. Bye. Thanks. Bye. Hey guys, thank you so much for listening. I hope you were entertained. You can totally contact me if you would like to feature in the upcoming episode or if you'd like to send in a voice note of you commenting on the stories that you just heard.